talking to wine spirits and witches <laughs> this is monica and this is shauna and we are your high priestesses, priestesses for this evening oh my god welcome to our ask astraga and i am going through some helium balloons so I thought I would just use it to everyone's advantage for this evening. It sounds funny as hell. I am enjoying it. <laughs> I wish I had more. Is there no more left in there? I mean, I have plenty to keep going. We're going to. We're going to. Are you guys ready? So, Monica, what are you drinking tonight? Tonight, I have switched courses. Oh, my. And, and now it's the spring-summer drink. Uh-huh. Gin and tonic. But not just any gin. Tonight we have all. There you go. You see it. Just hold on. We gotta just at least for the alcohol introduction. Okay. Tonight we're using Empress 1908 gin, which is the purple gin. It's beautiful. We're not sponsored. We should be. Everyone, email them and let them let them know that we sent them. Yes. It's good. And it's a really beautiful lavender color. It is. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, that's good, isn't it? Mm -mm 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 -mm. It's it's really good. Now, woo, I kind of feel, I gave you the, oh, no, I think that is the stronger one. Oh, do you want it? No. <laughs> <laughs> We're letting Monica get lit tonight, guys. So this um, Emperor's Gin is amazing. It's I think very it's good. really woo! pretty. I love the bottle that it's in. And, you know, I noticed, I know we've talked about it before, but I noticed it has a copper cap on it. Oh, interesting. So it's very, like, Venusian. It's only going to use it for Venus after we're done with it. And I don't know. I put something in there and leave it on our altar. Some rain water like or it. something. Yeah. I think it'll be great. So it's a really beautiful one. And it's it's uh, numbered, too, the bottle. Oh, wow. That's yeah. really cool. So make sure you hold on to that bottle. Yep. So yeah. tonight we have questions. We have stories. We have interesting things. Um, quick shout-out before we begin to our newest Straglet on Patreon, Suze. And for those of you guys that want to check out some more cool witchy stuff, check out if you like streaming and you guys go on Twitch a lot and watch streams, or if you like arts and crafts, then you should go on Twitch and check out Those Dame Witches, which is Suze's streaming um, program, program, profile. I don't, God, I'm old. I don't know what you would call it. I don't know. She streams on Twitch with her best friend, Heather Lynn, and they... They do arts and crafts. They're witches. They do arts and crafts. And so it's all really cool stuff. We were recently on there and we did one um, candle crafting with them. Right. And I had a blast and I've never actually used Twitch before. So I actually went and downloaded the app onto my phone and caught their stream yesterday for a minute. Ah. And I was <laughs> I was trying to use speech to text. It did not work at ah. all. It's. I don't know what my phone thought I was saying, so I think that they all got a good, a good laugh out of that. And then I tried to type, but typing one-handed was, like, even worse. So, anyway. So, I, I was on there. I sent them messages. They probably have no fucking clue what I said because yeah, didn't. It was just all, you know, mumbo-jumbo. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, But this drink is delicious. It is very good. So, if you want to be like Suze and all of our other kick-ass stragglers and join our Patreon we have all sorts of cool monthly content that we've been coming out with for you guys and memberships start at just a dollar a month. So if you check us out, you can just go to patreon.com and look up Wine, Spirits, and Witches. We will pop up. Yes, we do. But enough about that. Let's get to our Ask Us Dragas. Yay. Okay. 
I have one here. You go first, Miss Monica. Monica, it says, guess what? I'm pregnant and will be going to the doctor tomorrow to confirm with blood tests. I wanted to know if you have any recommendations on protection for pregnancy. Book spells charms. Well, you were just pregnant. I think you should answer that one. Right. So the first thing that I'll say is check out the book, Witchy Mama. I can't remember who it's by right now. Um, but if you just kind of even Google like pregnancy witch books, it will pop up. But if you type in Witchy Mama, it should come up. And it has like a drawing silhouette of a woman with a big baby bump. And there's a lot of cool spells and rituals and meditations and stuff in there that start even from just trying to conceive to pregnancy, labor, into like early infancy and it's a pretty cool book i won't say that it's super comprehensive i feel like there's been a lot of research done because it explores a lot of different cultures and traditions and the things that they have done um and i kind of think like if you read something in that book that resonates with you it lets you know what else that you should be checking out you know that's cool um so it's definitely worth a try um, so I definitely suggest that. And Monica always says Moonstone. Moonstone and also Pink Queensight is really good to wear. I got Shauna one when she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. I love it. And it's K-U-N-Z-I-T-E. Yeah. And it helps with um, with mood swings during pregnancy and with the labor and stuff. So if you can get your hands on some Pink Queensight, that could be very helpful. Yeah. And also, I would work with the mother aspect of the goddess, the triple goddess, you know, the, the maiden, mother crone. Now it's time to, like, really get familiar and have a relationship with the mother goddess because, you know, now you're going to become a mother, so that would be a good idea to, like, get in touch with her. Yeah, I actually built a pregnancy altar, and that's the only one that I've ever, like, condoned putting in my bedroom because you guys know I'm not about altars in the bedroom. That one did go in my bedroom, and I, I got this really beautiful resin goddess statue on Etsy. Let me see if I can figure out who I got it from, because um, if I can, I will tell you, because it was actually affordable. came pretty fast, and they're custom, so you can like choose like what color the flowers are in it, what um, what's in it as far as like the stone. So I was able to actually get one with moonstone in it. And I thought that was super duper cool. And my Etsy is not telling me where I got it from. Um, it says here is that I have ordered a single fake boob. <laughs> wow. I did order that fake boob, and I think it actually came with two. But um, that is not not it. Um, but anyway, so what I put on that altar was a pregnant goddess um, like statue. Mm -hmm. And then I also added a cauldron because it's the cauldron of life. And then inside of it, I ended up getting all these tarot stickers. So I put all my favorite empress ones in there because she's a symbol of pregnancy and fertility in the tarot. Right. And any spell work that I did in relation to being pregnant or anything to do with the baby, any remnants of it, like the bits of candle wax and stuff like that, I put all of that in the cauldron and just Very started cool. collecting it. And then the goddess came with me while I, while I gave birth. And, you know, uh, it's not a bad idea to wear some eye jewelry, too, just to keep the negativity away. That could be very helpful, too. Eye jewelry? Eye. The evil eye jewelry. Oh, evil eye. Okay. For yeah. a minute, I thought you might like. No, no, no. Eyeball? No. Um, so I think the Etsy page that I got it from is Wonderland Art Shops. Art Shop US. So that is where I got the statue from. Super cool. Super affordable. Definitely recommend it. And, and this uh, question was from Angie. So congratulations. Yes, congratulations on your almost tier new edition. Yes. Right now, let us know what sign you're having. I'm, yeah. in, I'm intrigued to and know. And what sex you're having, too. 
Yeah, we'd yes. love to know. Boy, girl, we, Boy, need girl. To, we want to know all about the little straglet. Yes, we do. All right, are we ready for the next one? Go ahead. Hi there, my name is Jessica. I was the girl Monica shouted out a few episodes ago. I love the podcast and I miss the tea parties at Green Man. Shauna, congratulations on the birth of your new baby. I had a few questions for you guys. What are your thoughts on the mystery of man? Like, why do you ultimately think our souls evolve? And two, Earth is said to be the most material planet. How do you think we make the most of our time here? That's a really intense question, Jessica. I love it. It's really deep. Um, I can start. I'll start. I'll give it a shot. You need a sip of my drink for this one. Hell yeah. Let's dive deep. So as far as um, ultimately, do, do I think that, that um, our souls evolve? I think that kind of goes with the idea of ascended masters. Um, and I personally would like to say yes. I do believe in... Um, basically soul contracts like i do believe that we we are here to learn certain things encounter certain experiences and i think after we we check those off then i think we get to ascend and to the next plane whatever that may be and you know like people people even talk about like spirit guides like as if they are just like you know people that have passed on you monica talked about mr spirit guide that way yeah you know so his spirit evolved yeah. And now he's your OCD spirit guide. Right. Right. Exactly. So I do think that we do. I don't know why we exist. Essentially, I'm not sure. But, you That's, know. Yeah, that could be like a very heavy, deep conversation. My God. Yeah. But I do think that our souls evolve. Do you? Yeah, I do. I do think they do. Yeah. Do you want, are you excited to be someone's spirit guide? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. Yes, I am. <laughs> she got so excited, guys. I wish she could have seen her face. Yeah. You yeah. you would be a good spirit. I can already hear you. And so they have to go, oh, fuck. Like that, <laughs> oh, fuck. That you do. I can totally see that. That's going to be awesome. My God. Whoever gets you as a spirit guide is going to be lucky. That's going to be a good one. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be good. You'll be good. What do you think comes after spirit guides? Are you going to be like the spirit guide, spirit guide? <laughs> I don't know. I think spirit guide is kind of top up there, top on the list a little bit. Yeah. I think so. Well, I mean, I guess this really like could be like its own thing. Like how far into like the evolution of spirit is there? Like, is there a cap? I don't know. I think, well, you know what they say about the numbers 11, 22, and 33. That's like you're evolving to the next phase of your life. And they say by the time you get to 33, that number 33, that you have completed everything you needed to do on this earth. And then you can just go into that realm and be somebody hierarchy. So once that's your life, once that's your life path number, then like, you know, that's your last incarnation, basically. Yeah, right. Exactly. So yeah. if you're if you're a number 33, then you probably think that your life path number is a six. So I would go and make sure because you always keep breaking them down. So if there is a 33 there, like that, that would mean that. Mm -hmm. If anyone has a 33, let us know. I am intrigued. Yes. All right. So what do you think about? Sorry, I'm just going to. I don't have that much more to go. We're just going to keep going, guys. Earth is said to be the most material planet. How do you think we can make the most of our time here? Well, I think that the answer is have the human experience go through all of the emotions and experience these that are uniquely human. Experience love, experience joy, experience pain, pain anger, jealousy, lust, all of it. And don't, I think there's a lot of spiritual bypassing 
and a lot of like the lower vibrational feelings that I think are very important to our experience because it's from pain and anger and jealousy and all of these lower vibrational things that we grow we grow we get a lot of wisdom from yes. that and I think that's how we really do make the most of our time here and indulge if it's the most like material planet then we have a lot of material pleasures and indulgences and and should take those. advantage of it yeah yeah do it you know, do it within um, At, moderation. With it, right. Anything in excess is no good. Remember that. So This is true. But go enjoy them and process all of your feelings. Like, be in the moment. Feel them. Don't let any of them drag on longer than they're supposed to because nothing is permanent. Everything is temporary. Mm -hmm. Nothing but, lasts forever. Yeah. And each, in each ex moment of time, appreciate that experience. Right. And and li and have fun and have be happy. Be happy, most of all. Exactly. Be happy. Chase your happy from, like, the smallest, littlest pleasures to the biggest ones. Like looking at the look of joy on Monica's face right now as she got to sip her gin and tonic. It's so sweet. It's very sweet. I feel like this gin tastes different, right? It has a different taste yeah, to it than like sweet. Tanqueray or uh, Bombay. Nice. Mm -hmm. It's very nice. I, I like it. I think this is going to be like my new like favorite. Like yeah. This is going to be I like. I think, well, yeah. How can we go back? You how can you go back? You can't. Shout out to Emily that introduced us to this. Yeah. Hell mm -hmm. yeah. Huh? Yeah. It's delicious. I am all for it. Yes. Okay, shall we move on? Yes. Before I start, I apologize for my spelling, and it's not my strong point, but I am grateful to have discovered this coven of beautiful, powerful riches. Witches. <laughs> my name is Gracie, and I've sent in before on things, and each time it helped me so much, so I come before you both again with a problem. I'm not sure if I'm overthinking it or not, because I have been stressed lately, but my heart tells me that this is important. But anyhow, I live with my boyfriend in his childhood home. I've made many posts about moving and how excited I was to move out. The reason being in the, is the place we live in now is overwhelming spiritually and it has very dark past to the property. And not many will come to visit me or my partner like friends or family or otherwise. And it's emotionally draining. I've lived here for five years now, him his whole life. The story to this property goes back a long time. And none of it is good. But but I'll not bother you with all of that. The main reason for this email is that we tried to move all last year and the start of the year, but had to give up as our bills take all we have. And sparingly, there is, there is things that keep him here, and I can't leave him behind. But once I made the decision to stay in the home, things have been harder. I know it sounds crazy, but I'm sure you all believe in hauntings. Ours is bad. We moved in the building after whatever is down in the act in the act home has grown darker and stronger. But once up here in the building, it hasn't been bad. But I found some things around my home. See my partner's dad and his dad best friend, like a partner, like a father to him, has and his dad passed away. Has been renovating the property, tearing down the old houses and using the pieces to add on to the building. For me and him, a new home we can afford but since the re renovations and moving into the building I've not felt right something in the air feels off to me my aunt who does come to help is strong and she comes and sits with me even though it hurts her to do so due to the massive energy sur that surrounds the home she usually leaves weak and far and tired and will sleep for days on end but I find these cards the other day after walking to the old house I found them a week apart from each other. They are mini and old, uh, fairly old. Me not 
nor my partner have ever owned them. The cane was found on the sidewalk where it breaks to the steps to the old house, and I didn't think much of it, but I knew it needed to be somewhere safe. It bugged me for a while, but I never thought about it after I stowed it away in a special jar, and I have then, while cleaning today, I walked on the porch of the building to get a tote. I used to carry dishes to the sink at the old house, and in the tote, which was empty, when I stored it away, I found a second card, a jack inside, the tote facing down. And when I seen it, I don't know, if I felt instantly sick. And I knew I had to find someone to talk to or someone that knows more about what they could mean. I don't mind telling the story of the property and all that's happened here, if you need to know. But it is laying heavy on my soul, and I don't know what steps I should take next. Please, if you know what it, is, it may mean or what I may need to do, all help and tips would be grateful will I will be grateful for. Once again, thank you so much with all my love and support and best vibes. Yours truly. Okay. Wow, we that's a doozy. Yeah. No, that really is a doozy though. Sorry guys, I just wanted to break like the scariness of that cuz that's crazy. Um, I know. That's I, some like conjuring level shit. What about now? See, I don't know much about cards either. What what does I it? do? Um, so first of all, I like seriously. I as you were reading that email and kind of talking about it, um, it really did kind of start to remind me a little bit of the Conjuring. So I don't know. Did you ever see that movie? Or I think anything? I saw some of it. Yeah. yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. So um, not that that's happening here, and I hope it doesn't. But it does feel like there's just some stuff on the land. Probably some stuff with your partner's family and things of that nature i feel like these cards are really trying to tell you something and so that does it represent two males so that was my thing is i feel like it represents two men two males that it's talking about and with the king it, i didn't feel so weird about that one but then once once i saw the jack i was like oh i don't like that one and that seemed to like kind of correlate because she sent a picture so yeah. i'm looking at pictures um but it even seems to me like she kind of felt the same way like, as she was saying, like, she found the king, and then she got uneasy when she found the jack. Right. Um, which I found interesting. So, when we look at um, playing cards, you can read them just like that. We have a coworker that's a playing card reader, you know. Right. Um, but you can also read them as if it's, uh, like, the minor arcana of the tarot. And I couldn't remember what um, suit each of them was, because I'm not a playing card reader. But, so, basically, these would be the wands. So, we're looking at, like, the, the king of wands, which is ultimately a really good card. You know, I always say, like, he's husband material. He's the one that you want to marry. Like, he's just, he's a good man. He's loyal. He's nurturing. Evolved, kind of, like, done his shit. So, it's like, he's not really here to play games. You know, he's he's grounded. He's t tamed his wild oats. So, so does wild oats. So, so does wild oats. Is that yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, that's pretty good. And so, it's, yeah, it's like the father, the husband, like, could be dude. representative of her father? Of his, his father. Her, his her father. boyfriend's father. Yeah, so that's what I was thinking. Uh, so my question to you is, is this property, um, your boyfriend's, which side of the family does it come from on his end? Is it his dad's side of the family? Right. Because I feel like if that's the case, I feel like this is his dad saying, hey, I'm trying to watch out for you. I'm trying to like, like his dad's trying to send a message, like probably something very protective because this card can be a protective one. Now, it's interesting because I could have just gone off of uh, just my tarot knowledge to kind of base what was up with the jack but something wasn't sitting right with me earlier so i was like let me just look up the jack of, of clubs and see what comes up like i felt like i had to 
And the first thing that popped up was like fucking weird. And I feel like, so I'm just going to read it. I got this from oshonews.com. It says, here I am, the jack of clubs. A lot of people are scared of me. They experience me as an exuberant influencer or as a nasty creature. Out of me comes tantrums, jibes, impatience, hostility, bullying, jealousy, simply everything that scores out of you in certain moments. Even small, char- even small sarcastic insults in conversations I provoke in you. Yes, it's scary, I have to admit. I'm hard to control, but today I want to let you know, look behind the scenes and try and understand me. I am your servant and a very, very obedient one. I work according to the programs that were implemented in me during your childhood and adolescence. One calls me the unconscious. Unconscious. My, with my strategies, you once defended and protected yourself. And I just found like that message specifically just seemed to go so fitting with, with this. Right. Like it's almost like I'm going to protect you from all this stuff that's possibly here in this house. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Right. Um, it could even, it talks about like childhood and stuff like that. So first of all, I think that this is definitely talking about something like whether this, that's the message that his father was sending. Like first it was the king and then like here was the message like saying, hi, I'm so-and-so. And then yeah. stating the message, it could have been that. Um, we could even be talking about almost like poltergeist activity in a way. Uh, poltergeist, a lot of people think of them as like these really scary, noisy spirits or things like that, but they're actually attached to a specific person and they tend to start in childhood. Um, and it's an extension of your energy. It's almost like if you have too much, if you like when someone brings you a milkshake at a restaurant, they bring you the cup with all of the extra that didn't fit in the fancy glass, mm-hmm. you know, and that that extra that's in that cup is your poltergeist that at times, especially when you're particularly ungrounded, acts up um and a lot of the time it can come from trauma and stuff and this this property seems to have a lot of history behind it i don't know what the history is but i'm sure like a lot of it's you know pretty crazy so you know this would make sense if it was something like that but i feel like this was either a me- th- but this also talking about i am a i am a, a scary creature whatever that first line was and i'm like that kind of sounds right too so I know that it's telling you to kind of work with it, at least from like the message that I just read. I'm not encouraging you to do that. I don't think that's no. the right thing. No. And I would definitely do some house cleansing. Well, totally. If this is the Gracie I'm thinking about, she just posted in the Facebook group that she got a new place. So I believe it's probably still on the property. I'm not sure. The other thing I'll say is that she did mention in the email that like they're taking apart some of the other buildings to build a new house, which... In essence, it's kind of fucking cool. Right. In this case, kind of freaky, um, considering that we're talking about a place that is ultimately already haunted. Right. You know, so that's a little scary. But the other thing I'll say is construction and stuff like that always kicks up energy and kicks up hauntings and stuff like that and kicks it up a notch. Um, Now you're taking different pieces of different buildings to build a new one. So that might kind of do some weird like combination stuff here with these spirits. But definitely cleansing is. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, I mean, I is it is it on burial property? Is it on Indian burial property? What it, what is where is this location? That's another thing, because you know you got to do a little bit history and see where what was there before this was built. And what took place? What took place on the property? Because she said that there was like a lot there. So I think that this kind of feels like a good old fashioned haunting to yeah, me. That's yeah, yeah, it sure does. Little freaky. So. I would just say that this looks like it probably has more to do with like your boyfriend's family and lineage potentially because it seems like it's going back a couple of right. generations here. Um, 
maybe talk to somebody that can do ancestral cleansing and healing if, if your boyfriend's into that kind of thing because this is something that you know when we talk about breaking generational curses you can't break someone else's familial curses for them they have to do it yeah so look into that and get back to us with some more information and let's see what we can come up with mm -hmm. and that. also maybe tell your boyfriend about the cards and the meaning of them see if it makes sense to him yeah you know, it right might. right yeah that's what i would do sure all right so i'm excited for this one okay hey i need some advice on a dream i had last night i dreamt that lady aphrodite came to my home and we were just hanging out and i had all of these offerings like apples and honey and sticky rice cakes and all of these other treats then we were going to start singing together i wouldn't have thought too much about it but i've been getting guys dming me in the past three days and it's been kind of out of nowhere should i think of anything should i think anything of it there's one other thing I thought of after. They all started happening when I was having this discussion with myself about bracing my femininity more and expressing it from Jason. Can I just say that that is an awesome dream? Yeah. I spoke to Jason about this. This actually came into my Instagram messages. Oh. Um, and he was just talking to me about it. And I was like, hey, can I put this on Ask a Striker? Because this is really cool. So he also told me that in the dream they were singing show tunes. Oh, that's cool. Like that is awesome i want dreams where my deities visit me <laughs> and we like eat Say like delectable food and like have sing-alongs that's fucking cool right it sounds to me like she was just coming to like hang out with you and maybe be like hey like you called i answered and now you have to give her offerings yeah don't forget well obviously yeah she definitely said what she wanted and the interesting part was is when i was when i was messaging him about this i was like i've never heard of sticky rice cakes he's like neither have i so, like, he didn't even, he never even heard of it. So, clearly, I think she wants right. a sticky exactly. rice cake. So, I, you know, me being the Pinterest hoe that I am, such as Pinterest, because, you know, we got to, we got to see what the fuck this is, correct? Absolutely. And so, I will tell you. Isn't uh, sticky rice that Thai food? It's like sticky rice with mango and that coconut milk that you pour on it. It's so delicious maybe i haven't heard of that one you I haven't found, no you never had it no i've had something you haven't had you guys believe this shit but you know what it's a sweet thing it That's is why. very sweet mm -hmm. now i don't eat the mangoes i'll just you know it comes with a bunch of mangoes okay and it's this sweet kind of rice it's like rice and then they, they give you this coconut milk kind of sweet and you pour it over the rice oh my god to die for i have to find that because maybe i should tie to my like venus uh, altar yeah so i did find this one is called bico Biko, B-I-K-O, and it's a Filipino dessert made with glutinous rice, coconut milk, and brown sugar. Oh. I don't know what glutinous rice is, so I'd have to Google that to see where to get it. But here's the recipe I found, and it says four cups of glutinous rice, three 14-ounce cans of coconut milk, one and a half cups of water, two and a half cups of dark brown sugar packed, and a quarter of a teaspoon of kosher salt. First, place the rice in a large bowl, cover it with cool water, and soak overnight. Drain and rinse rice. Drain and set aside. Step two, preheat oven to 350 Fahrenheit. Generously butter an oven-safe casserole pan, 9 by 13 inches. Reserve three-quarters of a cup of coconut milk. Pour remaining coconut milk and one and a half cups of water in a large sauce pot. Over medium heat, set, it at, or set over medium heat and cook until the mixture begins to simmer. Add drained rice, stir often, making sure the rice does not burn along the sides of the pot. Continue to cook over medium heat, three to five minutes until rice has soaked up most of the liquid. 
Reduce heat, add one and a half cups of brown sugar and salt to the mixture. Continue to cook another five to eight minutes, stirring often. Taste a small amount of the rice and to check to see that it's cooked through. At this point, the mixture should be thick and sticky. Transfer rice to the prepared pan, spread in an even layer. In a small sauce pot, combine reserved coconut milk and remaining cup of brown sugar. Bring to a boil until sugar has dissolved. Remove from heat and allow to cool slightly three to five minutes before gently pouring over rice mixture. Bake for one hour until brown sugar topping has thickened and is bubbling. Allow to cool slightly before serving. The caramel topping will be very hot. Nice. That sounds really good, right? It does sound really good. I did find another recipe for like the, like a Chinese style. Yeah, yeah. That's similar, but yeah, it sounds like you're... Yeah, you got to go to the Thai place and get the sticky rice, mango and sticky yeah, rice. Yeah, Monica's like, fuck all that cooking. Just yeah, yeah, just it. fucking get it at the <laughs> store. Like, how, who the hell wants to go through that? You get it instantly. I mean, this is true. Yeah. I mean, I would make it. Yeah, I yeah. I, I mean... We'll see. Okay. But so I just thought that was really cool. It was a really cool dream. And it sounds like, yeah, it's like you. She also like is telling you, you said you wanted to like en- embrace your divine feminine. Here she is. Like right? the embodiment of is. it. Yeah. You know, that's kidding. where you're at. I like that. Do you Woo-hoo. have anything to add to that? No, I think it's wonderful that, you know, that he actually saw Aphrodite in his dream. And she came and she was singing. And I have to say, feasting. I want to know. What does she look like? Yeah. What did she look like to you? Was she beautiful? She should have been beautiful. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. She yeah. had long blonde hair and big booby. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. I it should is. have saved that because we're actually doing a, a dream episode right. for Patreon, too. But, well, this one was for everyone because I thought it was really cool. Yes. Very, very cool. So, Monica, who's your shout-out to? My shout-out is to this wonderful person I met the other day in the store. Her name is Nina. Hi, Nina. So I told her about our podcast, and I hope you're listening because here's your shout-out. My shout-out is to Carla. She actually came into the store, too, um, and bought her ticket to Beltane. So it's going to be her first Beltane ritual. So enjoy that. That's a really good first-time ritual to go to. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but it was just, it was delightful meeting her. I really enjoyed it. So I wanted to give her a shout out and say hi. Yeah, there you go. If you guys have any questions, stories, weird dreams, other things that you would like to share, which Big girls four or encounters, yes. Bigfoot related, please email them to winespiritsandwitches at gmail.com. The more stuff you guys give us, the more we can huff helium and read them back to you <laughs> and answer your questions. So thank you everyone that did submit stuff. I do have a couple other ones sitting in the bank waiting to go for next month's Ask Astrega. But please feel inspired to write in and, you know, share your stories, your questions, your curiosity, your experiences. We love to hear them. Yes. And until next time, Merry Meet. Merry Part. And and Merry Merry Meet meet again. again.